Hello and welcome to a special edition of Hot Takes, a story screen podcast where we go see a movie that's new and we come right back to the microphone to share our first impressions with you, the listener. I'm Jack Kaljeski, joined as always by my very special co-host, Robert Anderson. Hey, how's it going? How you doing, Robbie? I'm good. How are you? I feel like it's been a minute since we've done this. It's been a while. Probably... Was the Lion King right? There's one in between. Uh, it chapter it two. chapter dos. Mm-hmm. The spooky clown movie that was not spooky enough. No, uh, that's, that's a hot. That's a hot take for you. You've done one of these with Joker. I did one with Joker. Another movie about the spooky clown who maybe was not spooky enough. Mm, yeah, Put I did that on I've my not, tombstone. I've not seen bitch. that one yet. I've yeah. not seen that one yet. Yeah, well, uh, so I don't have a hot take to to share retroactively share with you. <laughs> um, but we did watch a new movie. Yes, just came out. Tonight, to earlier movie tonight. theaters, just about twenty four hours ago. No movie theaters. What? Maybe actually, it probably premiered. Netflix is weird now. They do select movie theaters. I can honestly, I don't know off the top of my head whether or not this had any in theater releases. Oh. Maybe there's a theater that showed. Not I don't know. They're us. fucking out. They're they're fucking running out Broadway theaters to show The Irishman. So I don't know. True. Anyway, we saw El Camino, a Breaking Bad movie. Yeah, we did. And uh, this is a direct-to-Netflix follow-up to Vince Gilligan's Breaking Bad, Mm -hmm. um, which wrapped up... Do we have that year on hand? What Uh, year that Breaking Bad ended? Was it 2014? I thought it was 2015. 2013. 13. 2013, wow. yeah. We were both over. Um, we were. That's yeah, a while 2008 ago. 2008 to 2013. That's a while ago. That is a while ago. Yeah. It feels like it was just yesterday. It does not, actually. No, it it feels like a while ago. We had to do I mean. some recap. So, before we jump in, um, again... Yeah. El Camino is the new Breaking Bad movie. It takes place pretty much right after the end of Breaking Bad. Mm-hmm. Um Left off. If you've seen a story or you've seen a trailer about the movie, um, it follows Jesse Pinkman. Yep. Like you said, right, like pretty much like bang, bang, right after. Immediately. Yeah. He more gets, or less. Um, he gets away. So, spoilers in the podcast for definitely Breaking Bad, but the first half of Hot Takes is always. Yes. Although there free. will probably be spoilers for Breaking Bad, the, the show, show, in the non spoilery yeah. part. Maybe. I'm not going to say for sure, but maybe. Just yeah. bear that in mind. Okay. Um, we'll see. <laughs> before we like jump into how we feel about the movie, let's. Where were you at with Breaking Bad? When did you watch Breaking Bad? Where were you at with Breaking Bad when Breaking Bad ended? Um, I watched Breaking Bad. Um, I watched like like the, the night it premiered. I watched it on TV. Nice. Yeah, so I was like an early day one dude. Watched the first scene. Uh, I think it came out like Sundays on AMC. Me and my boy Andy. Shout out to my boy Andy. Uh, him and I were big Breaking Bad fans from the start. After that first season, uh, which I really dug, but it didn't like to- have like its total hooks in me because sure. by season two, I like, kind of fell off. Yep. So then season two, season three, didn't watch it on TV. And then uh, a friend of mine was just like, yo, Breaking Bad's getting fucking nuts. I have the DVDs. I'll let you borrow them. I was like, all right. So then I like caught up and I watched... Uh, seasons four and five on air again. Okay. So when season five happened, um, I was at Purchase College. Mm-hmm. I was watching with my girlfriend at the time, and I remember, you know, that those last five episodes, just us just being like, "Fuck!" Yeah, <laughs> like it was just like a very emotional roller coaster, and I kind of equate it to like when Breaking Bad was done. It felt like you 
you know, finish running a marathon yep. against your entire family and they all died and you made it. <laughs> wow. So I think intense. I could beat most of my family in a marathon. I'm just going to throw that out there. Well, hopefully they'll die. Um, I, I don't, I would prefer they did not. Yes. Um, so that's my, that's my Breaking Bad journey. I haven't watched Bear Call Saul. Might be worth mentioning. I, okay. So we're pretty much, pretty, almost like exactly similar same, stories. Same <laughs> a little bit different for me. I didn't start watching Breaking Bad until it was halfway through season three. Right. So in college, my roommates and I binged from the beginning of the show all the way up to where we caught up to where it was on air. And then we mm-hmm. started, we just took off like midway through season three, which so in up. my opinion, yeah. midway through season three is where really where Breaking Bad fucking goes to the next level. Like yeah. I agree with you. Those first couple seasons are a bit of a slower ramp, especially in retrospect. Yeah, um, but also in retrospect, like when you like when you're watching like seasons uh, like four and five, like they start like really utilizing like the narrative beats that like the previous seasons do. So when yeah. you go back and rewatch them, you're like, it's so much more interesting because the way Vince Gilligan kind of like interweave, interweaves that into like the overall Definitely. quilts of Breaking Bad. I mean, Vince Gilligan has always told his stories with Breaking Bad kind of out of order a mm-hmm. lot of the time. I mean, he's a lot of Breaking Bad. He is starting a season off with the ending and then building back up to that ending and giving you little pieces of what happened. And uh, this movie does that a little bit as well. So again, I, I, I caught up to bring bad. I, I got through the ending, watched it on TV as it was airing the last few seasons. Yeah. Breaking Bad was one of those shows that just everybody was hammering on the internet constantly on. Mm-hmm. Um, it was one of those shows that it was pretty much universally loved, but it was always being dissected, pulled apart, like the fucking rice and cigarette thing. Like, oh yeah, how many hours did I spend on forums reading people and also theorizing with other people on what happened to that fucking rice and cigarette? Yeah. So by the end of Breaking Bad. It had reached such a fever pitch of excitement and hype, and I don't think this speaks anything to the quality of the show. I think the quality of the show remained good all the way to the end. Yeah. But I was, like you, exhausted. And by the time Breaking Bad ended, I was like, cool, that was awesome. Let's never talk about this again. Yeah, I'm done. Done. It's over now. The ending, I really was satisfied with. I really liked how how Breaking Bad ended, Mm -hmm. and I was... Done talking about Satiated. it. Satiated. And I have also not watched Better Call Saul, though admittedly I'm kind of keeping that as like something in my back pocket. Like one day I will come back and watch tried, Better Call Saul. I think I like tried watching the first episode and like couldn't get into it. But then like as it's gone fo- like gone on and, and I've talked to more people who really enjoy it, I'm like, I actually think I should give it another shot. I think I would dig it. I've actually heard similarly to Breaking Bad, it's a little bit slower in the first couple seasons. And then it kind of like picked ramps up. up. Yeah. yeah. I also, you know, it's... Uh, I think also like I... I, I I needed more time away from Breaking Bad before I absorbed more Breaking Bad content, you know? Right. So, well, that brings us to El Camino, which is yes. coming out several years after the ending of Breaking Bad. Mm-hmm. Um, where were you at with, like, because Netflix kind of just dropped this thing pretty cold. It was, like, there, there was rumors, there was rumors forever, for a long time. Forever that was going to happen, but nothing was really too set in stone. I'm actually curious when this movie was, like, shot mm-hmm. like you know if it was shot within the past year or like maybe even longer and they've been sitting on it who it knows? seemed like it was just murmurs for the longest amount of time and right. then all of a sudden netflix was like and it's out next month yeah i think they announced it in like either july or august that there it was coming out in october yeah and uh i remember you know the the, the internet kind of voice around it you know i i was like i think i'm ready for more breaking bad i was definitely like 
cautiously optimistic Bowser. And I think there's other people being like, I don't know if I need that right now. I think, you know, the Better Call Saul people are just like, we've seen what Vince Gilligan has done mm-hmm. with more Breaking Bad and like a, without Walt and, it, and it's working out pretty well. So, you know, I think uh, I think opinions were, were mixed, you know? Yeah, I think for me, um, I didn't really pay it that much mind. Like it came out of nowhere so quickly yeah. that I haven't even really been thinking about it. I haven't been like, you know, hyping myself up for it or anything like that or even really anticipating it. But... You yeah. know, we planned out to to sit down and watch this. Well, we're together. looking to do some more like content. Stuff exactly, like, this might be a really yeah. good opportunity. And yeah, really, it wasn't until right before we started watching the movie where we were like, "All right, it's been a long time since we've seen any Breaking Bad. Yeah, let's just do." We found a quick ten minute video which on was YouTube, very effective. Which was trying to do. very effective. Yeah, um, that just kind of walked us through the plot of Breaking Bad, and I think both you and I watched that ten minute video. And we're like. Shit, that's a really good story. Breaking Bad that's is actually, wow. actually sick. Damn. Yeah. And they, I think it brought back like a lot of like memories came flooding back. Yeah. Of, like all the shit that happened over the course and of like, Breaking Bad. And like, you know, Netflix has like a previously on Breaking Bad snippet. And like, I think what we watched really helped catch us up on kind of the nitty gritty, the actual like things that the, happened. Like, the plot the, beats. The big season plot beats. Yes. And then the Netflix one's really good at like giving you the emotional state. I was going to say the exact thing. Yeah, you it's, nailed it's, it. It's yeah. really good. So I definitely recommend if, if you're listening to this and you haven't watched El Camino yet and you don't have the time to watch all of Breaking Bad, which I want to say right up front, I would not recommend watching all of Breaking Bad. It would be too much, man. I mean, like absorb your content the way you want to do it, but I think it would be a lot. It would, for me, but a lot that being of said, I want to go back and watch Breaking Bad. Now, now I want yeah. to go watch Breaking Bad. But right. I think going into this movie, just having that 10-minute refresher to remember all the story beats that happened and right. then getting the emotional beats from um, the preview or the, the previously on that plays right before the movie, mm-hmm. that was just enough for me to have all those kind of memories and feelings come flooding back in a yeah. way that was – most impactful very quickly in the most the least amount of time mm-hmm. I think was just right for this movie. Yeah, I I felt like when we finished watching both the recaps, I was like, all right, I'm let's like, watch I'm like movie. Excited. I was like, Yo, yeah, let's do it, like, let's I'm go. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I definitely felt the same way. I was like, all right, fuck yeah, let's go. Let's bring this on. But yeah. before that, I was kind of like, you know. Again, I really like the ending to Breaking Bad, and I kind of feel like this whole movie is unnecessary. Maybe like yeah. I really think break like endings are obviously really hard with TV. Endings are hard and they're important, and we definitely you don't watch Game of Thrones. You did not. No, I've not, avoided the pain. You did not firsthand <laughs> see the entire internet yeah. collectively. Me- well, you saw it, but you weren't. I saw it from a, it. A, as a voyeur watching people just melt down as someone being it. involved in wading through that shit personally, like the not internet. Had a fucking meltdown over the ending of that show. Yeah, I mean there are, of course are other shows that have ended well since Breaking Bad, mm-hmm. but uh, I like that Hannibal ending. I know you don't care for it as much as me. You probably. know, uh, you and Burge both like talking to me about it. Kind of makes more of a little bit. Yeah. I think I was also just also burned by like there should be more Hannibal. Yeah, maybe. So I might have um, had mixed feelings. But like, uh, what is it? Like Legion just had its uh, series yeah, finale? I haven't watched that yet. So. Great. It's great. We'll see with uh, Mr. How Robot you... this year as well. We'll see. Have you started Mr. Robot at all? No, not yet. I might wait for a few episodes to stack I think that's what I'm going to do. Yeah. Regardless. Right. Endings are hard. I think Breaking Bad is one of the, one of, an example of a very good way to end your show at the very least. Yeah. Is there more to tell in that story? Yeah, definitely. Is it necessary? I don't know. But 
having watched this movie now, I think it really is a very powerful look at a character that I, you know, again, like thinking back, you know, we watched Breaking Bad long before, like we have a lot of practice at doing this specifically, I think, and really watching stuff with a critical lens. I've gone back and watched a lot of stuff that I watched, you know, either in high school or like, you know, mid-college recently and have, have been able, I think, you know, I watched Forgetting Sarah Marshall recently again. Yeah. There's a lot in that movie that I think it does really, really well. I watched Zombieland again last night because yeah. I was, you know, anticipating. You were talking about that interview. Double that tap. And like yeah. that movie, for a movie that came out in 2009, there's a really a lot of good stuff in it. Definitely. So again, like going back and like thinking about the story that Breaking Bad told, you know, it really, really is a special thing. Oh, yeah. Um, it's a, it's, you know, it's like the Sopranos or The Wire. Yeah. Like, it's a, television phenomenon and i think if anything i appreciate the craft even more now and i think all that craft that was present in the show is definitely here in this movie Mm -hmm. um i think it really the talent there's so much good like so much good choreography or um cinematography rather in this movie uh and so much good just character work with jesse specifically who is such even more now, I think for me, like such a tragic character. Yeah, definitely. I mean, they do such a good job of making the film validate its own existence. Yeah. They do a really good job of making something that feels like it's Breaking Bad, but it's like molded to Jesse. Like, you know, I think I think each style of like medium really fits these different characters. Uh, I can't speak for Better Call Saul, but I feel like it could apply to that as well. But, you know, like having something like a series long, you know, long arc, long story arcs, like really works for a character like Walter White, where, you know, he's, he's plotting, he's evolving, he's changing. And you want to see that every step of the way. And like having something, you know, they really made, you know, this doesn't feel like two episodes of the show put together. Mm -hmm. This feels like a full on movie. Right. And they do it by like, you know, Jesse doesn't have a lot to say in the film. No. It's a lot of tension. It's a lot of that, like, classic, the way Vince, no one knows how to do, or, like, Vince Gilligan is just a master at building tension, you know? A, a lot of this movie, been. if you can have one criticism for this movie, a lot of it is one terse scene after another. Yeah, it's a it's lot. It's kind of like one stealth se- sequence after another. And, like, it's ways. always the way that it kind of, like, you know, shifts by the end is, is never something, you, you know the bomb's coming, but you never know how it's going to go off, you know? Yeah, I will say it did subvert my expectations a lot. There's yeah. a lot of times where characters made choices, and I was like, oh, Oh, okay, sure. Okay, this is how we're going to do it. And then, mm-hmm. and I think that's kind of the really interesting thing, spoiler free, that Vince Gilligan can do is he can just make characters decide to act in a way that you would not expect them to. And then you just get to see, like, oh shit, now how is this going to play out? And it's still like, is in line with your character, you know? Definitely. Absolutely. Yeah. He just, you know, he knows that world so well and he just like knows like these type of, you know, he's, he's great at writing degenerates. From mm-hmm. your like top tier degenerates to your bottom tier degenerates, you know, yeah. he just just gets that world, or at least knows how to play in that space like super well. And that was one of the things that really impressed me about the movie is how much of like a movie it felt like. Yeah, it doesn't feel just like another episode. It really feels like like it's a movie. You know, it really feels like its own thing that feels appropriate for Jesse. It's it's centered around Jesse, and I think the the reason it's so effective is that it doesn't make its scope too big. Yeah, tight story. Insular story doesn't move too far out of where it needs to be, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, it takes place, uh, you know, in the now for the most part. And there's a little bit of back then that 
is kind of sprinkled in there just for a nice little nice little flavor. It's good. Yeah, without getting too much into the structure, there is definitely, again, Vince Gilligan likes to play with the order in which he, he tells his narrative. Yeah. And there is there is things that happen that are not happening in quote unquote like real time here. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, yeah, it it's a lot, a good amount of it actually. And it really just adds to that, like the character of Jesse Pinkman. Cause this movie is Jesse Pinkman. Right? right. And this is like, what happens to Jesse? Where does he wind up? Mm-hmm. What is he dealing with? What is the fallout of everything that happened right. um, in Breaking Bad? And I think, you know, his ending at the end of Breaking Bad is really interesting and left ambiguous like there's a lot but there's also when you really think about it and this is what this movie is doing there's a lot of shit for him to deal with uh, a lot of fallout for him to deal with yeah i think a lot of people you know i think even me too for right after breaking bad you're just like oh thank god he got he got away he got away he's good now right and then it's like you know actually kind of quickly you're just like oh there's like a lot of like this is a big event in our world, in in the world of Breaking Bad. Like he's in deep shit. Everybody knows what happened. Yeah. Like everybody knows. It's a huge kind of case. Yeah. Um. So yeah, there's a moth the size of a bat in this room, and it is harassing me. So forgive me if I um get a little distracted, a little distracted by, by by Mothra. My cat is gonna lose its mind. I wish your cat would do its job and just get rid of the fucking moth. Uh, what are you paying? She's trying. Thing? Just look at her. Is she's she? she's gonna she's, have a heart she's into it. <laughs> Um, um yeah. Yeah, um I I I don't I think I don't want to say too much more in the spoiler free zone because I you know, I think you probably know as a viewer whether or not you want to see this movie. Right. I would say I think it's definitely definitely worth seeing. I think all the 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 quality and the craft that is present in Breaking Bad is here in spades in this movie. I think Aaron Paul does a really phenomenal job. And I again, I won't spoil some of the you know other people that are in this movie, but everybody present is doing a fantastic job. Yeah, I think it really nails the same kind of tension that Breaking Bad is really famous for. I think it has many very tense scenes. It looks phenomenal. It looks amazing. The music is very good and very effective. Amazing. Um, I really don't know. I really enjoyed this movie. I don't really know what else else to say. Spoiler free. I liked it a lot. I was. I was really. You know. I was. I was. I didn't have low expectations. I was like ready to see what the movie had. Yeah. But it definitely exceeded whatever expectations I had. I definitely left it being like, hell yeah, this is exactly what it needed to be. Definitely. Yeah. Very satisfying. You know. I think it's extremely satisfying. Yeah. Um. And. uh, and again, like you said at the top of this, like I'm ready to go back and rewatch Breaking Bad. I think. Yeah, I'm also like a little ready to see Better Call Saul now. Like, yeah, true. Also I'm, true. I'm ready. You know, it's like uh, when you watch like all the Lord of the Rings when you're like 14. It's like I might need like 10 years before I do that again. You yeah, know? it's yeah. a lot. But again, I I think you know it is interesting to go back to something like this this many years later, especially after doing this specifically. I'm pointing at the podcast microphone for a yes. few years. It's like just different. It's interesting to go back and look at this stuff and reevaluate this stuff. Like, because mm-hmm. even even when I was watching Breaking Bad, like Walter White, the whole it's all about how Walter White is a monster, right? But yeah. or about has, how he turns into a monster. He turns into yeah, a monster for what yeah. reasons? Um, but even still, he's such a compelling character yeah. that you still, you know, he is the main character, and in, in a certain way, like you are engaged with him. But when you really see it from jesse's perspective i think that far removed mm-hmm. from walter white 
and just focusing on Jesse. Like I think it, even just the recaps that we watch really dial in on how much of a manipulator and an abuser and a monster Walter White was to Jesse. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Um, so do you have any other closing thoughts before we jump into spoiler zone? No, just, you know, go see it. It's worth watching. Yeah. I mean, you don't have to go very far. You don't have to go very far at all. Just, yeah. uh, if you have Spain any hesitations it right about t- it, right if you're a Breaking Bad fan, like, just go check it out. If you have Netflix, I guess, I'm assuming probably m- a lot of Netflix people probably anymore? have Netflix, if not access to Netflix and some. Yeah. I'm not saying everybody pays for Netflix, but I, most people. I'd imagine. And if you don't, just call Robbie and he'll have you over and you can watch it together. Yeah, I could probably add a profile or two on there. Yeah. 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 Cool. Oh, I meant they could come to your house and watch it with you. No, that's not going to happen. Okay. Yeah. All I'll right. say so. Fine. Mm-hmm. All I'm saying is pay it forward. Just, <laughs> I brought all, you over that's here. All dry, that's so, true. You know. You know, next, you know, I scratch your back. A little Q-Pro-Pro-Do. Q-Pro-Pro? Q-Pro-Do? Q-Pro-Do. Mm-hmm. Q. Right. Q. Anyway, we'll be right back. So one of the things we didn't talk about before Welcome the spoiler back. zone. I'm just going with cold openings now. This is this is my new speed. There's no welcome backs. There's no you're in. You heard maybe an it fits or an ad. You know what's coming. Mm. I don't need to reintroduce myself. You're not starting from here. So, one of the things we did not talk about before the spoiler break was how funny this movie is. Oh, this movie is hilarious. <laughs> For is and and I think the the humor in this movie is what really allows it to be as dark as it is, or have because, like tense moments. Well, because. I'm trying to think back to Breaking Bad. Like, it was fucked up what was happening. It was always fucked up all the things that happened to Jesse. Like, Jesse went through so much fucked up shit. Mm -hmm. By the end of Breaking Bad, he is literally being held captive as a slave, a meth-cooking slave to neo-Nazis. And Todd, who is a complete and utter psychopath. A monster. Sociopath. He's fucking... He's a monster. Mm -hmm. He has no empathy whatsoever. Right. (sighs) But that's also where the movie finds a lot of humor, too. Yeah. And I think it, it just works so well by being very dark and very humorous at the same time. Yeah, I definitely think that's one of the film's, like, uh, strongest attributes, among many other things. But And I think that's also kind of, like, I think Breaking Bad uh, proper, you know, the first, like, five seasons of Breaking Bad, like, juggled humor fairly well into the show that gets progressively darker and darker and more serious, like... They, they find some moments that have some levity there. Maybe not so much, like, the later you go. But, you know, like, having, you know, Jesse say, you know, bitch after every other, like, sentence. Like, yeah, some he, level of humor there. He really changed. Even still, he, he he changes a lot by the end of Breaking Bad. He's not just He's, dropping bitch no. after everything. No, because they Before ch- it was, I said Todd is the monster, right? I didn't yeah, say yeah. that he's a sociopath. Okay. Yeah, Todd is a sociopath. Yeah, yes. And he does add a, a good level of humor to this film. Yes. But, well, um, Jesse, I, this is why I'm getting mixed up. And I'm making sure I didn't say Jesse, Jesse in, both say, in both cases because yeah. it's Jesse Plemons. Right. Who has really made a name for himself as a very funny actor since Breaking Bad. Since Breaking Bad. His role in Game Night is fucking hysterical. I mean, he's funny. He's Probably very funny. He's one of the movie. best things about uh, Game Night. And he's... It's that same style of comedy, more or less. But... A little deadpan. A little serious. Yeah, very yeah. deadpan. Very dry. But, like, it's hilarious in this movie and also horrific, everything that he's saying. Yeah. I mean, it's not too... It kind of reminds me a little bit of, you know, uh, Bob Odenkirk being Saul. You know? Like, yeah. Bob Odenkirk is, is a professional, like, 
improv comedian. Yes. Then he comes into this role doing something serious, but kind of adding like elements of humor there too. Tim know? and Eric have their career because of Bob Odenkirk. A lot of people do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Him and David Cross like really kind of did the thing. Um, but uh, yeah, I do think that the, the film has a good level of humor. And I think that's also just because like if it being centered around Jesse, it being Jesse's film, like it uh, changes some elements of how the show is, you know, it's kind of like a, it, it's like, different like corners of what Breaking Bad is are kind of brought are like highlighted in this show. You right. Know? Right. Or others are a little bit like kind of have the dampers put onto it. I think one of the things that this movie does, that's really interesting. Like the movie is really enjoyable to watch. Like <laughs> it it's, it looks great. And we've, we've been over this. We've, it sounds great. Yeah. Everybody in it is doing a very good job and the writing is funny. I could go on. It's, yeah. I really enjoyed watching this movie, but I think, at a higher level, one of the more interesting things it does in the same way that it really dove into and focused on Walt's character in the show and really showed you how Walt Walt's character changes over the show. It This movie is kind of doubling down on, yes, Jesse has matured a lot over the show, but he never really broke bad in the same way that Walt did. Like he has for better, for the most part, really, even though he has suffered so much, yeah, he has maintained, he, he's not a killer. He's not a murderer. Even he's, though he's he does, yeah. he does have to do it. He does not want to. Yeah. And this movie sticks by that in some pretty, in some ways that I really mm-hmm. think are yeah. very important to showing. Like, you know, he's, he's trying to survive. And I think that's right. also what makes him and Walt so similar is because that is they're both survivors. They're both trying to survive. They're both trying to make it in this world. They're both trying to kind of like do what they do best to lead to different means, whether you know it's to have a purpose or to feel special or to provide for your family and feel special. Like mm-hmm. both of them want to be important in some respect. And both of them are kind of like chasing this, you know, uh weird mutated American dream that they found themselves in in right. Albuquerque, you know. So. Which in Jesse's case is ripped from him multiple times. Right. Um, or he walks away from, or tries to walk away from. Well, he, yeah, I mean, yeah. I think both of his love interests over the course of the show are violently removed from his life. Right. Um, you know, and it's, it's, uh, it, it maintains the core values, I think, of Jesse not, even though he is involved in all this and he is definitely guilty of a lot of shit, um, yeah. he doesn't, he, he, Walt revels in it by the end. Walt wants to be that guy at the end. Jesse does not. And that, I think, is really what um, allows Jesse to get this redemption that's coming to him in this movie. And I think it's what drives me as a viewer to want to see Jesse get this redemption because of how much he's been through. Because I can tell at his core, even when he is struggling to survive, Mm -hmm. A, he's very smart. And clever about yep. his survival. He does a lot of very clever things in this movie, um, even though he is desperate. Um, but he's still, you know, he's not the monster that Walt is. No. And I do think, you know, another thing I really like about this movie is that, um, you know, Jesse's definitely having a bad time. He's definitely trying to figure things out. He's on the run. But there's a lot of, like, kindness shown to yeah, him in the movie. Absolutely. Which I think is, like, for 
a TV show that kind of slow as Walt, you know, slips further and further into darkness, but kind of gains power through that right. way. And then as Jesse follows him, kind of like loses agency and loses power. It's as good. Walt continues to stab everyone in and around him in the yeah, back. Exactly. Like the 10 minute recap we watched is like, well, this is how Walt plans to kill this person. And, and this is yeah. how Walt ki- plans to kill this and person. And Walt's nervous about this person killing him, so he's going to kill this person. Yeah. Um, but, you know, returning to Breaking Bad and returning to Jesse's kind of like story, it's just nice to, you know, the show doesn't decide to go the route of being like, let's make this real even more fucked up. Let's like fuck over this character even more. It's like, no, the show. The, the you know Vince Gilligan the show the the the, the movie El Camino is like rooting for Jesse also mm-hmm. and I really just like appreciate about that it just the, it feels very positive as much as he's like trying to deal with all these like demons that he has and as much as he's just trying to like survive and get by and as much as like you know we have to question his actions because he is culpable to a lot of bad stuff right I do think the movie itself is trying to is trying to root for Jesse which is why like a lot of people in the seedy underbelly that this you know show takes place in, which is kind of like what I mean is like the parts of Breaking Bad that it's illuminated here is not like the corporate meth level that like Walter dealt with because he yeah. kind of killed all those people. Yeah, this is like the underground level that Jesse kind of exists in and has to return to to get out. Right. Um, and I just I you know I really I really like where in the Breaking Bad universe this takes place, and I and I really just like that the show kind of like. I keep saying show, but the movie really cares about Jesse. Yeah. And in a way, like, again, I think the most hmm, reductive way you could see a lot of this movie is that it kind of feels um, like some Breaking Bad deleted scenes in that there are a lot of very sweet... The flashbacks, for sure. In the flashbacks, especially. And in the present time, there are a lot of just very sweet moments that Jesse has with uh, characters that were important to him. Even Walter. Uh, yeah. You know, we're in spoilers. Like, Yeah. I mean, there's the moment at the very beginning where he's talking to Mike. Yeah. And he's, you know, he's like, just have a conversation with me. Like, let's talk about like, mm-hmm. even though Mike's like, I'm too old. And my life has passed me by. Blah, blah, blah. He's like, come on, man. Like, wh- where would you go? What would you do if you got out of this? I think I'd go to Alaska. Which comes full circle, of course, at the end of the movie. Jesse yeah. goes to Alaska, which is also where, where, where Walt, Walt escaped to yeah. for a good amount of time. Um, and then there's, you know, there's the moment with Walt that you said, which is definitely one of the funniest moments in this it's movie. It's so good. And, like, you know, the, the show is also, you know, by using these flashbacks, it's kind of um, uh, sunsetting some of these other Breaking Bad characters. It's closure. It's closure. It's a yeah. lot of closure. Which, like, you know, again, like, is not something I really thought I needed. No. Before, but I. But it just welcomes, feels, I welcome, feels it just nice. Feels good. It just feels good. You know, Jesse meeting up with Badger and Skinny Pete again, and then it's them awesome. just being real fucking solid dudes, like having Jesse's back. Mm-hmm. It's just nice, you know, especially in That's 2019. Like, a lot of things right now, especially. Not nice. Not a nice landscape. Especially with a character where he got so stepped on and downtrodden in his last kind of hurrah on TV. And they really twist the knife on that. Oh, yeah. A and lot. They, and, you know, the thing is, like, by, by them sunsetting some of these other characters, they're showing, you know, they're adding kind of complex... They're, they're still adding to the world. Like, they're, they're adding complex ripples to some of these relationships while also closing some out finally, you know, like... Seeing uh, Walt and Jesse kind of do the old song and dance, which is also amazing just seeing these actors, like, slip into different eras yeah, of their Aaron, characters. Aaron Paul just pick up. Yeah, Aaron like, Paul's playing, like, five different Aaron Pauls in the movie, yeah, he really you know? Is. And it's I- incredible. And yeah. then even seeing, you know, um, 
uh, Brian Cranston like slip back into Walter White, like but season like season one. two, season Walter one White? two, yeah, Walter like, White, yeah, like real early stage, and like it, it feels seamless, yeah, you know, and that's, he's playing that like dad kind of role in the character, but also like there's a tinge of darkness there. He's like, well, you should get into business. I don't yeah. know if I'm just reading that with my own personal bias, but when he says like, you should get a <laughs> business degree, I was like, that's dark, man. That's, that's the, I see that up. through a different lens. My dad tells he's... me to do weird shit all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but um, it's, it, yeah, it's, it's just nice to get that catharsis and yeah. that, that, and, and Jesse gets his redemption. You know, mm-hmm. he, he gets a fresh start in the end, which yeah. is, not how really anything wrapped up in the show. I mean, no. they left a lot of those things to hang. Um, they confirm, I guess, that Walter White episode. died. If there was any sort of fucking rice and cigarette level of theories or conspiracies around Walt still surviving that. I mean, if they didn't say it concretely, I he died. I would have thought he could have made it out. I don't know. Come on. I wouldn't have liked it. But the thing is, like, that's, that's not that's the what point. The that's not the point. Thing. No, the whole thing is about is about Jesse, and it's fine. I'm not saying well, I'm saying the point that, of the but... show wouldn't make any sense if he didn't, if he survived. Sure. Yeah, definitely. You know? Um, so, yeah, and I just, mm, it, the moments, you know, with him and, um, boy, man, it's been a long time since I watched the show. His first love interest, who, to oh, OD. Um, this is not our strong suit, remembering names. Is uh, it? Kristen Ritter. Kristen Jane. Ritter, yeah. yeah. Jane. Mm hmm. Um, like he gets a mo- sweet moment with her at the end, you know, a flashback moment. Right. Yeah, it's it's nice. It's nice. It's, good. it's just it's a really you know for something that like you wouldn't expect to kind of feel heartwarming, like it yeah. like very much does. Even though it's, you know? I mean, a lot of the movie is Jesse and Todd. Like it's a, a good, the, pretty much the whole second act of this movie is a flashback <laughs> yeah. Jesse and Todd. And some of that shit is just, again, just like, up, gotta man. hand it to Jesse Plemons. Just like, nailing that character. A, yeah. kind of funny that it's Jesse Plemons in 2013 or 2012. Like, like not supposed not to be the end the of it. He's, he's changed a little bit. But I admire the movie not trying to, like, de-age Jesse no. Plemons. Just being like, listen, we're making this movie now in 2019. This is it. But we're doing a flashback to back then, 2013. Get over it. Deal with it. Just suspend your dis- your disbelief a little bit for us. Yeah, here. it's distracting for like a second, and then you're like, "I'm so invested in what like is happening." Does not matter. And also, is home to some the just best parts of the some of the, of the, the darkest movie. parts of the movie and some of the funniest parts. Of yeah, the movie. absolutely. You know, it's just uh, yeah, dude. I I, was, I just left this feeling just very impressed with it. And, you know, I thought the pacing was great for what it was. Yep. Like, you know, juggling kind of a lot of. You know, of, of what audiences want. I think audiences always wanted Jesse to make it out. I think uh-huh. audiences also could have used a little bit of extra closure for some of these other characters. Maybe mm-hmm. even some they, they thought they already had closure on. And, you know, I, uh, if Vince Gilligan wanted to make more Breaking Bad after this, um, you know, I don't know. I, I, I'd watch it. <laughs> I mean, I think they're going to continue he, he, making he Better Call it, Saul. Yeah, I don't think that's over yet. Um, I'm not sure where Better Call Saul like is in the grand continuity now. Yeah. But I mean, if it was questionable whether we thought this movie needed to exist or not, it definitely would be extra questionable, but again, we really enjoyed the shit out of this movie. So who can if say? He keeps I don't know. It, you I know. can't, you know. Yeah. You can't say anything definitively, but I I I like where this ended here. Yeah. I totally agree. Yeah. I thought it was really good. Um 
Yeah, I'm trying to think of like more kind of things. To I don't add, know. We could like, just kind of like go through plot beats, but I don't really think we need to because nah. I think you know most people will have access to this movie, so it's pretty easy for us to say like, just go watch it. You know, yeah. I really enjoyed it, and there's you know, there's probably more that we could dig into if we really wanted to. But I'm kind of just at this point. My hot take is I'm just riding high on and really no, enjoying I'm just the feeling thing. good. It's one of my like favorite pieces of, of media of the year right now. It's cool. You know? It's really I cool. Think it's, I think it's cool. I think it's cool. It, it it really feels good on like a streaming platform too. Like yeah. that might be a weird thing to say. But I, I'm like kind of into it. There's not been <laughs> a lot of Netflix's original movie content has not been stellar. Um, yeah. I will say that. They, they kind of nail it more on the TV front for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Roma obviously is. Yeah, that's uh, the thing. When they when they hit, they movie. like fucking. Hit. And Irishman, so is, uh, I think, is getting good reviews. Buster Scruggs is fantastic as well, but there's a lot of original yeah. content on Netflix that is not so good. So mm-hmm. it's good. And again, for like Breaking Bad to have been done for so long and to come back now, yeah. you know, far after it really is still part of like the public conversation. Like I think again, Breaking Bad is kind of regarded now as one of those shows like. Sopranos of the Wire that's just yeah. will forever be respected, but it's not like people are like actively talking about Breaking Bad right yeah. now. I mean, like you know, this feels like the perfect time because besides Better Call Saul, I guess. besides Better Call Saul, but this feels like the fir- the perfect time to release it because like having that time away from Breaking Bad to kind of let it really sit with you and kind of rest and maybe fade into the background of like some of your favorite TV moments of all time. But not be away for too long where you couldn't make it anymore. Like, if these people aged out of the roles completely. Right. You know, like... Well, and it was just long enough for me to watch that recap and be like, oh, okay, all this is pretty much come back. I remember this. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I remember these beats, things like that. And I'm sure if I went to rewatch Breaking Bad and even probably watch some Better Call Saul, like, El Camino would work on an even better level, you know? Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I think it, it hits that sweet spot in between, like, you know, being too self referential. Where it's yeah. like you'd get a lot more things if you had seen a lot of that stuff fresh. Yeah. And just nailing like the feeling of if you did finish Breaking Bad back in 2013. And like right. the feeling of the relationship that those characters had with each other and that you as a viewer had with those characters. Like all that comes back really successfully here. And mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't, I'm not sure if it would work better if you had just seen all that stuff or if you're more in our position where we have that like we look back on breaking bad fondly and right. we like c- kind of have like warm and fuzzies for a lot of that stuff yeah so yeah i i think that's that's pretty much all i have to say i again i i, I keep saying it all night i enjoyed it just really enjoyed it it's hard to even talk about like standout moments cuz uh you know i i think you know the, the one of the moments that really made me shocked was seeing Walt again and yeah and i was just very impressed again with like how well he slipped into it and and, uh, the high school diploma scene is uh, it's line so is so funny. funny. It's so funny. <laughs> it is hilarious. And it's just like it's just so incredible to see them like the just chemistry slip back the into chemistry it. just right it's away. Like it yeah. never went away. Man. Absolutely. Like, that's that's what's really cool about it. And that stuff like you can't CGI shit like that. You can't phone it in there. No. Like they they're they're clocked in. They're doing it. You know, it's very cool. 
Um, yeah, man, like it's just it was a fun ride. I you know I feel like I could watch it again in like a few weeks. You know, like, I, I'm into it. I do want to shout out the scene where he's searching the apartment and there's a uh, top down view of like the entire the oh walls God, of the apartment. So good. That was cool. The thing is, like you know, Breaking Bad always had that shit. Yeah, like, Breaking Bad episode again. Stuff like there's that. a lot it's of craft. Good. There's a yeah. lot of craft to it, and, and it, like, it comes through in this movie. Yeah, I think you almost like. Uh, I think I almost forgot about, like, how good, like, you know, the cinematography and, and the literal, like, technical craft of the show, how good it was. Yeah. Because um, you're thinking about all the character beats and all the story moments, because those are on fire even more so, you know, right. or, or as equally. It's cool, man. It's cool. It's a cool thing to exist in 2019. It's a, it's a, I'm glad that it's here, and I'm glad I got to watch An it. An unexpected thing to exist in 2019, but yep. it's, I'm glad it does. Yeah, me too, man. Yeah. That's good. Cool. Well, I think that's going to do it for this edition of Hot Takes. Um, we'll be back to our, our regular schedule. We're getting back into the groove here, I think. We've been, been It's been busy. Busy year. It's, 2019 has uh, been a busy time. It's busy uh, running a movie theater, as it turns out. Uh, it's tough, man. Everyone keeps ordering booze. Oh, you've got booze now. We shout out to booze. Yeah, shout out. We got beer and wine at the theater. Um, so come by and, and drink up and see... See a motherfucking movie, dog. See some horror movies all month long. See some horror movies all, all month long. We also uh, are getting a lot more first runs. So if you want to see some some newer movies, come check that out. Um, buy a fucking t-shirt. It's not you hard. Could, you, could buy a, you could buy a fucking t-shirt. Help everybody out if you did. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and there's more content on the website at storyscreenbeacon.com because Hot Takes is not the only podcast that we do for Story Screen Presents. No, it is not. Uh, we also have Cathode Raycast, our TV podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Bernadette has a new show as well. Try Kai 9 should be coming out soon. Yes. Um, and th- that is a podcast covering uh, the best movies of 1999, which guess what? There's a lot. It's kind of uh, insane. So it's pretty great. Really, it was a good year. Yeah. So, uh, you know, Bernadette, uh, Linda, and Diana are covering that front, and uh, they make great content, so you definitely want to check that out. That'll be on the horizon soon. Yes. Yes, so keep an eye out. It'll be in this very podcast feed. You don't even have to do anything no. different. If you already found this, you're halfway there. It's just going to show up on your phone for free automatically. Especially if you follow us on Spotify or iTunes. Or yeah, any podcast. Uh, or SoundCloud. Anything you like. Yeah, Stitcher. I don't think we're on Stitcher. Are we on Stitcher? I think Stitcher's a thing that kind of grabs other podcast feeds. Hey, so maybe we have there. an RSS that's on there. You figure it out. Probably. I don't know. Cool. Maybe. Maybe. Definitely on Spotify. I can tell you that for Definitely sure. Definitely on Spotify. I guarantee it. Definitely on Spotify. Yeah. Thank you very much for listening. I'm Jack Kolajewski. I'm Robbie Anderson. Until next time. Peace. Au revoir. Bye. This computer is so fucking cool. Look, do you, look at this thing. I'm asking to look. Whoa! Isn't that like pretty fucking sick? Oh! Don't be too impressed. Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> you let me know when you're ready to rumble. Yeah, I'm just pulling up the. Are you IMDb. ready to rumble? It's a wrestling. It's like a touchscreen. What is this? It's a touchscreen. Don't touch escape. (laughs) (laughs) It looks like we're good. Despite your folly. (laughs) 
Why would escape be in a command on audacity? That makes no sense. Well, isn't it? Wouldn't it be the <laughs> exit? I guess it wasn't. I guess now I know. See, it's fine. It's fine. That's weird that Skinny you don't key. get an escape key that's a button. Well, that's fine. I guess it's your whole like function bar, huh? Yeah, it can be. It's everything. So if I hit that, then it can be like this shit. Um, it does all. It's all the the fucking this thing. Dang, dude, it's cool, man. I uh, I definitely have a little bit of um, imposter syndrome. You feel, you feel fancy, yeah? Like too fancy. Like I'm wearing a cardigan and have a new shit, laptop. Dude. Like wow. who, the, who the fuck am I? My goodness, who the fuck am I? You know. No one who's good. You have like an iPhone 11X also? No, I have an iPhone 8. It's iPhone 8. Oh, damn. And I love it. 